Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Ribbon. This podcast is brought to you by Pete's Car Smart Kia. These guys are not here just to sell you a car, but they believe in building relationships with their customers and the community. Visit their website at petescarsmartkia.com and be sure to follow them on their social media platforms as well. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Beyond the Ribbon. My name is Ryan Parnell, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host and oncology nurse, Pam McMillan. Hey, Ryan. How are you today? I'm great, Pam. How are you? I'm good. You know, we have some awesome classes here at the center, don't we? We do. We always say that. But we have some awesome instructors that um, lead our classes. The best. That's right. So I'm really excited that our listeners can learn who teaches our class, kind of yeah. get the voice before they come to the class. That's right. Um, they are in for a treat, right? They are. We're going to go through every one of our instructors and let them talk about what they do, why they do, how they got here, and really talk about their classes. And, and uh, hopefully our listeners will gain a lot of insight. That's right. Because I think a lot of our classes sometimes get maybe misunderstood. Right. And they think kinda it's kind of hard to read on the paper yeah. and understand what they do. Yeah. So maybe absolutely describing it will help. Yes. Lots of fun. So you're listening today. Buckle in. Get ready. You're going to learn a lot from a lot of people. Normally we have one guest. Today uh, you, there's going to be a lot of guests. There are. And there won't be a test afterwards. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fun. So let's start off. It's very um perfect that we're starting off with our first instructor for this episode was actually the first instructor we had at the center. That's right. Do you remember that? I do. Vaguely. Vaguely. It's been so long. <laughs> it's been a while. Hasn't yeah, it? absolutely. So uh, let me introduce uh, our first instructor that's going to be on the podcast today is Kat Ormson. And Kat, tell our listeners, um, you teach a lot of classes, kind of let's walk through a couple of them. Um, and sometimes it depends on the month, you know, and, and we change things up and usually cats the one that we go, Hey, could you teach this? And she's right. like, sure. So talk about some of the classes you've taught here and some of the benefits our survivors get out of coming to your class. Okay. Um, when I first started, I was just teaching yoga, just primarily yoga for mm -hmm. the cancer survivors. And all it was, was stretching and movement and getting that scar tissue worked out and, um, just giving the survivors a place to like relax yes. and just feel better. The goal is always to walk out feeling better than you walked in. Um, nowadays, I'm teaching, it's called Workouts with Cats, yeah. and it's on Tuesday nights. Um, and basically, whoever shows up, I ask them what they want to do, and that's what we do. So last night I taught, is it okay if I yes. say Dave? Okay, <laughs> last yes. night I taught. <laughs> We did like sculpting and bar workouts. Um, we'll do, we lift a lot. We'll do what's called lit, which is low intensity interval training. Um, we've done yoga before. We've done different types of cardio classes. It's basically whatever anyone needs. And it tends to be one of the younger crowds yes. at the cancer center, which is really fun because I feel like it's given that group a place to meet and connect and I just love the group. It's so fun. Well, and the cool thing too is, is that it's not, um, it's something that everyone can be a part of no oh, matter what level, even if it's like the low intensity, like, Oh, I don't know. It can be adapted. Oh yes. Oh yeah. There's always modifications. You can always take it harder or easier. Uh, if you have an injury, we work around that. No problem. Um, so yeah, it's really for all levels. Awesome. So Kat, how did you get involved um, at the center? <laughs> it's a It's fun a unique story. story. It's a long story. <laughs> <laughs> it's not terribly long. So actually, I was at a coffee shop here in town with a fellow instructor at another gym I was working at, and he was trying to convince me 
to move gyms with him. And um, while we were sitting there chatting, Ryan actually came up and um, this person introduced me to Ryan and kind of explained who I was and what I do. And it was pretty perfect because in the end, I stuck to the gym I was working at, but started working for the Cancer Center. And it's been the best thing ever. You know, all these um, instructors that we have today all have a unique story that is is just meant to be. Yeah, you're going to find that out, you guys that are listening. You're going to find out. None of this has happened by happenstance. Right. And uh, yeah, I remember walking over and, and talking with, with him and he said, oh, Ryan, you need to meet Kat. And Kat, you need to meet Ryan. He's doing this and she does that. And I was like, could I get your number? <laughs> 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 and and it was truly, you know, uh, just perfect. It was the perfect timing, perfect situation. And uh, gosh, she was our first instructor. And at the, in those days, you taught everything. I did teach I mean, everything. You, it was like, if you're coming to a workout class, you're coming to work out with Kat. Right, right. <laughs> it was so wonderful. Um, so in all the times you've taught and all the classes you've taught, I know there's been a lot of impactful moments. Could you think of one in particular that maybe stands out? Oh, shoot. That one's really hard because um, it's just everything. Like nothing. I've taught for a really long time, and I've always loved my class participants, but there's something about these survivors. Um, And honestly, it probably wasn't even a class, but we did the survivor send-off a few years ago, and I was standing with all the survivors as we were waving as the bikers started, and I just started bawling because it was just that realization of, oh, my gosh, this is why we do what we do. Um, And that, to me, was like the most memorable. It was the most impactful for me because I just, I love these people. And obviously we love the writers who uh, help make this possible. So what Kat's referring to Pam, of course, so many of our listeners may not know is the survivor send off at 24 hours in the Canyon, which was one of my favorite things, your idea. It was yours and Penny's idea. And uh, it has been the most uh, amazing way to start the event every year. Mm-hmm. And so um, if, if you've not been a part of that, we encourage you to be a part of that in the end of May, 1st of June timeframe, be paying attention to the calendar and so forth, because it is re- a great time to get involved and really to kind of th- say thanks to the participants and then also uh, enjoy the beauty that is Paladero Canyon. That's right. So Kat, and when should a survivor get involved in your class? Is it too early to come right after diagnosis or do they need to wait? I don't feel like it's ever too early because really all of our classes are so adaptable for every part of the journey. And so for me, movement and exercise is more mental than physical. So I just think anytime is a good time to jump in um, and just move a little or just come for the camaraderie more than anything else. These people Mm -hmm. understand what you're going through better than anyone else. Um, so I would say just come in, we'll take it anytime. And yeah. we love whatever you do. <laughs> you know, she's even taught of sitting down, you know, oh, yeah. the, the, the seated yoga right. and stuff like that. So it's totally, uh, very user friendly. That's right. Yeah. Kat, thank you so much for what you do for our survivors. I know they love you and we love you too. So, yeah. um, we encourage all the listeners to come to your class. Thank you. Thanks Kat. Pam, our next instructor here at the center is uh, one that a lot of people probably know, but don't realize what she teaches. That's right. And she has a very unique Texas accent. So most definitely. That's right. So <laughs> Debbie, Debbie Glore, thanks for joining us. Debbie, tell our listeners about what you do here at the center. Um, I run a book club for the center. Um, if you attend my book club, 
you will definitely meet people and make new friends. Uh, I am a retired reading teacher and always thought that reading fires up your imagination and stimulates the memory, memory centers of our minds. Yeah. As we get older, we try to keep our minds young, healthy, and sharp. Reading does this. Reading also reduces stress and helps us sleep better. And you know we all need that. Yeah. Spoken like a true teacher, right? Right. Now tell our listeners, remind them, as I joked about your Texas accent, you got here as quick as you could. That's the old joke, right? Right. But you are from? I am originally from Long Island, New York, and I moved to Amarillo six years ago. Uh, I was diagnosed with breast cancer three months after I arrived, and I was a total mess and really needed a good support system. Thankfully, my doctor suggested I check out the 24 Hours in the Canyon Cancer Survivorship Center. Yeah. Staff there really saved me. They're amazing, aren't they? They are. <laughs> they are. <laughs> well, I remember that day when you came in um, very vividly, and we kind of made you just stay, right? You did. You made me take a, an, an exercise class, even though I was not dressed and ready for it. <laughs> and then I started taking more and more classes. I think I tried them all. I painted. I made pottery. I attended exercise classes, walking yeah. classes, Zumba classes, Tai Chi classes, and nutrition classes, all for free. That's right. That's right. And that's kind of how you got involved um, teaching here, right? That's right. So as I started to heal physically, emotionally, and mentally, I felt need to give back to the center. And since I was that retired reading teacher, I asked if I could start a book club. And boy, was I surprised when they said yes. <laughs> we always say, right, be careful what you ask for. Right. You, might, you might just get it. You might just get it. So in all the, the time here that you've taught your book club and been involved, is there something that maybe an impactful moment that's really stuck out? Well, when I think about the center and I think about my book clubs, the first thing that comes to my mind is friendships and the people that I've met and the people that have helped me on my through my cancer journey and hopefully the people I have helped through sure. their cancer journeys. Now, be, I want our listeners to know this book club is not like a cancer book. It's not a chicken soup for the soul, you know, none of that. No, it's not. My book club is a monthly book club. We choose a book and plan on discussing it the following month. Of course, all our discussions include a snack. <laughs> yes. Sometimes these snacks add really good meaning to our discussions. Lots of value. Right, value. <laughs> um, all our discussions are very low-key. Nobody has to write anything down. There are no book reports to complete. Oof. Oof. Maybe I should join. <laughs> well, sometimes our members don't even read the entire book, and that's okay. We don't read cancer survivor stories. We usually read current fiction, and most of the books are available at the library. Cool. That's awesome. Super simple. So when should one get involved in the class? Well, I think the class will start up again in January, and you should look at the calendar. And if it says book club, you are more than welcome. 
to join us and we would love to have you in our book club. Yeah. They have a lot of fun. I think they do. And they probably eat some good food. Eat some good food. Maybe some non-native Texan food. That's right. And uh, (laughs) Debbie always brings a lot of great value to everything that goes on. Well, and here's the bonus that for the holidays, I cook a old-fashioned Italian meal for the book club. Uh, (laughs) You can't miss that. That's right. That's right. Debbie, thanks a bunch. You know, I always say cancer survivors helping cancer survivors is just an amazing thing. And uh, we appreciate what you do. And uh, we hope our listeners, some of them will join and, and come on and be a part of the book club. Well, thank you, Ryan and Pam, for all that you have done for me. I love you both. Great. Thank you. Love you, too. Thanks. Bye. Pam, our next instructor is um, one that I get to see on a regular basis because of the location of her class. Yes, and that class kind of scares me, to be real honest. <laughs> it's, it is a fun group, I tell you. So uh, we're, we're really excited to introduce uh, Betty Goodgen. And uh, Betty teaches uh, our water class, our water gang, our water pool club, gang. The, pool gang, the pool gang, the pool gang, all of these different ones, the, the different types of names. And we don't want to scare anyone listening, but if you're listening and you're a part of the pool gang, you certainly understand. Uh, it's sort of pseudo kind of like a cult. Um, <laughs> they love, love being in the water and they love Betty. So yeah. Betty, let's tell our listeners about water class. Let's tell them kind of what you do and some benefits that they can get out of attending your class. Uh, There's just a whole plethora of benefits in the water that people just don't realize. A lot of people want to get into the gym and work with the weights or run on their feet. When in actuality, probably a person who has cancer doesn't have that ability at the time, but you can actually get in the water. The water supports you. Uh, It increases your flexibility. You have greater range of motion. And being in the water and the the contents of the water makes it harder. But in reality, you're all supported by the water and you can actually push through and do more than you ever could on land. And uh, so it relieves joint and body pain helps with lymphedema. And Mm -hmm. as I was discussing with y'all about the cancer and the reality of the cells expanding and when you have it, and also when it's going away, the cells expand. Well, the properties of the water actually decrease that. So, you know, because of the hydrostolic pressure and things like that. Anyway, it helps reduce the fatigue that's related to cancer treatment, uh, and controls your weight. Like I said, you can do more in water than you can on land. Uh, the participants are really surprised and they feel invigorated. Sure. Uh, and even though you're working out, we actually use buoys, resistance. Mm-hmm. We run. Uh, you can't. A lot of us can't run on land. <laughs> <laughs> but they can run in the water. But they can run in the water. And uh, actually, the pool gang just has fun. <laughs> that's right. That's right. We always well, like that, right? <laughs> absolutely. And, and let's be clear. The, the, the pool is at greatest depth is like four and a half feet. Yes. Uh, it's not like you're in the, the deep end down in the 12 foot or jumping off the high. No, dive. no, no, no. And it's not like one of those cold pools either. No, no. they keep it at a very nice temperature. That's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> very nice. Yeah. So Betty, how did you get involved teaching here? Uh Actually, I was sought out, I guess, because people were asking around who taught water aerobics and who might be good. And I've had 
some former bosses that uh, said Betty. Yes. So it just yeah. How many years have you taught water? Probably around 20. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's not that many places to do water. Right. So therefore, there's not that many water instructors. So you were definitely sought out. We knew we needed a water class because of the benefits that you just mentioned. Um, also, it helps too. One of the things we've heard, Pam, is how good it helps and feels folks who have uh, peripheral neuropathy mm-hmm. uh, yes. to be in the water. Yes. So um, that you know, being able to feel your feet while you're in the water makes a big difference. So, and we watch out for you if you can't feel your feet. <laughs> yes, they. Yes, yes, and it's. But, uh, but there is the class rule. Don't get Betty's hair wet. <laughs> uh, you know, that's funny. I forgot. There is the one rule, and it's rule number one. And rule number two is see the rule number one. Yes. Betty's hair does not get wet. I don't blame Betty. <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, Betty, talk about maybe an impactful moment you've had since you've been working here. I think shortly after I began teaching, uh, one of the students was talking about that uh, she had missed doing Meals on Wheels. And that everybody was glad to see her back. And I was like, these people give. Yes. Mm -hmm. They give. And I actually believe I get more out of the class than they get out of me teaching because they are just amazing people. Love them all. Isn't that weird how that happens to all of us working Uh with this population? We always get. They give us more than we. They do. You guys listening give us a lot of... of, um, emotions (laughs) emotions <laughs> yes a lot of a, a lot of things it's wonderful yeah. yes yeah so betty when should someone come to your class anytime anytime, <laughs> anytime. <laughs> you know they have to be healed somewhat from surgery they need to get their doctors released that they can go ahead and get in the water mm-hmm. you know to protect them from any infections or anything but right. i at any time you know i even heard the other day like a prehab Mm-hmm. for cancer treatment and that might be a good time too yeah right yeah you know so just again so our listeners know this uh we don't have a pool here at the survivorship center it is downtown um in the emerald national bank plaza two building the big blue mirrored building downtown in the basement yes. um there are elevators that can take you to the basement you yes. don't have to climb stairs it's very easy uh, there's visitor parking in the garage on the top level, which also has an elevator that will take you to the basement. So right. you, there's easy ways to get down there. The other cool thing about this location is it has a, a changing room that has shorts and t-shirts provided. Yeah. So you don't have to take a wet swimsuit home. You don't have to even be in a swimsuit. You can wear the shorts yeah. and the t-shirts there that are provided. And right simple and they easy can bring their and own. towels they provide towels yes, they do. you can bring your own swimsuit you can bring your own shorts and t-shirt but we try to make it as simple and easy for you uh to come and try this class out and be a part of the pool game absolutely betty will provide the fun <laughs> the location will provide all the stuff now that's my right participants have provide the fun. <laughs> betty, betty's there just kind of like to yeah, keep yeah i try keep, to keep it in control <laughs> keep it from falling off the track there you go well betty thank you for everything you do for our survival I know That's they right. appreciate it. And we're well, lucky to have you. I thank them and I thank y'all. Yeah. Thank you, Betty. Thank you. Pam, our next instructor for the podcast is Olivia Adams. Yes. And uh, super excited for all of our listeners to learn from Olivia and about Olivia. Uh, we kind of snagged Olivia 
in a strange way, didn't we? <laughs> Another um, story to tell, right? That's right. That's right. A lot of those. So, Olivia, thank you for joining us on the podcast. Yes. You've taught numerous classes. And uh, talk to our listeners about what you teach and why they should come and join your class. All right. So, right now, I'm teaching some yoga classes. I've um, got a couple of those on the schedule right now. And um, yoga is so beneficial for so many different reasons. Uh, one of the big things we work on in class is um, breathing. So just working through our breath. It's kind of an automatic thing we go through every day, but when we really focus on it to help clear the mind and to work through the body. Um, So we work strength and flexibility as well. Um, And the approach that I have to yoga here at the center is um, a gentle approach. So everything we kind of work through a few times just to work to warm up the body and then just let everybody progress as they feel they can. So no contortionism in this class, just kind of working to stretch through. (laughs) No pretzels. No, no, not in this one. We'll work to it if if there's ever any requests. But um, and that's another thing I like to work with is just the requests of the class, you know. What areas do you need to work into? Um, and so we end each class with a nice relaxation towards the end. And we really focus on just being present in the moment, trying to let go of everything else outside of class because we've got so many other things going on, sure. so many other worries. And just take that one hour just for you. Yeah. That's you know, all. Olivia also has a lot of exercise classes that are on demand off on our website. Yes. Uh, so if you're looking for other activities that Olivia has done, they are there. Lots of them. Yes, and she's done much more than just yoga. She's taught Pound. And oh, yes. Walking. She had a whole lot of fun with Pound. Yeah. Uh, helped with the walking group as well and filled in when we were doing some workout Wednesdays. So That's just right. some various workouts for cardio. You and never know where you might see Olivia in a class. <laughs> yes. Um, Olivia, how did you get involved um, teaching here? So I kind of lucked into my position. (laughs) So I came in to fill in for Kat when she was going on maternity leave and just kind of stuck around. And so that kind of turned into a year-long thing, and then it just kind of kept evolving. And so I kind of just dug my claws in and went let go. That's right. (laughs) That's all right with us. Well, and I tell you, a lot of the survivors are like, I love what Olivia's class, yes. you know, so it was, it wasn't just myself or Pam that didn't want to let you go. It was everybody else. A lot of them that are probably listening. So well, thank you for staying. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you know, in, in the time that you've been here, I know there's probably been many impactful moments, but can you share one impactful moment that you've had while you've worked here? Yes. Um, it, you know, it's been through the classes that has definitely been something, um, as much as I try to offer through the classes, I feel like I get so much more back. Um, and just being able to visit with someone after class and just say, that was the class I needed today, or thank you for that, or I just needed to hear your voice. When I was gone for a little while and came back <laughs> in, that was one of the biggest things that, you know, I just needed to hear your voice again. And yeah. so as much as I try to offer to the class, I, I feel like I get so much more out of it than I put cool. into it. You know, one common theme with our instructor is their calming voice. Yes, it is. We picked good Soothing. ones, right? <laughs> yes. So, Olivia, and um, when should cancer survivors come to see you, and why? 
Um, as soon as they feel ready to participate in a class, come on in. Um, again, with the yoga class, it's a gentle class. So we're just focusing on just kind of getting in tune with your body and where you are. If you feel like you have a certain limitation in an area, you know, shoulders are tight, hips are especially tight. If we're kind of nursing through an area, um, then we, we modify through. So I like to give lots of modifications as we move through and then we slowly progress. So um, you know, we try one modification all together. And then if you feel like we can move it to another level, we will. If we feel like you need to stay at that level, then that's what you do. So as soon as you are ready, I would love to have you in class. Now, is it just for women? No, no. We have several males in the class as well. Yep. Um, and yoga is just an all over wonderful activity to participate in. And again, we work a lot of strength as well as flexibility. So not necessarily um, you know, bodybuilding strength, but just that everyday strength that we need to get through the day. Mm -hmm. um, lots of toning and strengthening for all of the everyday activities that we go through. So males and females alike, please come join all me. Ages. All, all ages. ages. All ages. Yes. yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you, Olivia, for working with our survivors and for sharing about your classes with them today on the podcast. Absolutely. I look forward to seeing more of you in class. Great. Pam, our next instructor, uh, is is a, one that co-teaches with another another instructor at this class, does our support group, and it's Bob Attaway. Bob, how are you? I'm doing great, Ryan. Awesome. And Pam. Great, great. Yo, yeah, don't forget me. about Pam over there. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so tell our listeners what it is you do here at the center okay. and you know maybe some benefits they might expect to, come, to get by coming to your support group. This is great because I hope that everybody that hears this will want to come. Uh, so I co-teach with, with Liz Clark, mm -hmm. and uh, we have a, a great setup where I teach it one, once a month, and she does it once a month. Um, actually, I heard about it when you asked me, what is it now, four years ago Gosh, maybe? I think so. Um, I think so. To, to come and, and do this because I am a cancer survivor. Yes. And what, what we are doing is we're leading, not just teaching, but we're leading a uh, cancer survivors support group yeah. and it's for anybody anyone who uh, just wants the support yeah. and the community and the camaraderie and and, and the their caregivers yeah and the, you know the caregiver and absolutely here again yeah. pam this is what's cool we have cancer survivors leading working and leading with cancer survivors yeah it's fantastic so what are some of the benefits bob that someone could expect if they show up to your class yeah so i i would say uh maybe the greatest benefit uh ryan is is just the group of people that we have mm -hmm. they are fantastic i was talking with one of the couples last night just kind of hey w why do you keep coming week after week month after month it's been been uh, a great thing for you guys to be a, a part of it and the husband said well i'm not a cancer survivor but i come to support my wife yeah. and then i said so to to the wife i said so why do you come and she said mark i i, I mean the husband <laughs> makes me come. And, and so we had some fun with that. Yeah. He didn't make her come, but of it, it was fun. Um, one of the other comments that, that they made is that one of the particular ones who comes, who um, is a single lady, she's an encourager. Yeah. And, and you can't come and you can't walk away from this support group without being super encouraged not just by that lady but by the people that the entire come. group it is it's it a is good such group. a great group it is yeah it is 
So, Bob, how did you get involved in teaching here? So, um, like I mentioned just a minute ago, uh, Ryan, great question, but Ryan asked me, uh, I think it was four years ago, if I would be willing, since I am a cancer survivor, and also that I I also uh, lead groups um, where where I work. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm one of the pastors at a church here, a local church here, and I lead groups and train yeah. uh, group leaders and whatnot. So I I, I love groups, and uh, so it was kind of a yes, real quick yes. <laughs> yeah, to me it was a no brainer for sure, for <laughs> sure. Bob, I know there's been a lot of impactful moments you've had here at the center. You. We've been doing this now, you know, as you mentioned, three or four years. Can you can you share with our listeners maybe one impactful moment you've seen or experienced through support group? Yeah, I mean, I, I could I could say a whole lot, sure. but um, one of the big things, kind of in general, is it, it, it's a safe place for people to be honest about yeah. what they're what they're going through, what they've been through, how they're doing. Uh, I mean, we just talk very openly and honestly, and and it's safe because it stays right there. What's said in Vegas stays in Vegas, <laughs> kind right. of deal. Well, and it, and it's not the kind of maybe typical support group. I mean, it is a. It's not the hi, my name is Bob, and I am a cancer survivor, and everybody goes hi, Bob. I mean, that's not it at all. I mean, it's, no, it's it, not. That it at is all. a very con- uh, conversational, and it's a very uh, open yeah. and. Really, I mean, Pam, I can't tell you how many times when I stay to cover group, how it's just, there's just so much laughter. We do like laugh that. a lot. <laughs> we have a great time. Yeah, it's fun. And, and uh, we're grateful for new people that do come. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and yet there's a, kind of a core that has been there for a while. Yeah. So yeah, yeah we have a good time. Oh, it's awesome. And yep. the neat thing about that core group is they make sure everybody's welcomed absolutely make sure you're okay Mm -hmm. if you don't show up yeah that's right yeah that's right so why should a cancer survivor come to your class that is a great question pam (laughs) um i think we all need encouragement and support and community no matter what a person's going through um for those that have just found out have just been diagnosed there's this fear that's going on like not just a but multiple fears like what if this, what if that? And, and so I think by coming to this group, um, it, it helps to dial those down and deal with them and get them out and, and we can encourage each other. And we do every single week, um, with whatever people are going through. So I think it's for anybody who, um, is going through that, whether they've been through, uh, cancer and and are a survivor or they're a supportive, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, individual spouse or friend or whatever, they come as well. And it's during treatment, it's after treatment, and it's continued on after treatment. Absolutely. I know there's not a limit. There's not a, you know, you don't fit this little window, this Mm -hmm. box that you got to fit in. It's, are you a cancer survivor, which we know is from the time of diagnosis for the rest of your life. Yes. That's right. Bob, thank you so much for what you do here and for our patients. We really appreciate it. And we're glad that you're here with us. Thanks, Pam. And Ryan, uh, I, I love what I get to do. And Liz, uh, that you'll interview mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, as well, uh, she's fantastic. And so uh, I'm glad that I get to be a part of it with her yeah. to do what we do. It's a unique, Thanks. It's a unique group. So thank yeah. you again, Bob. You bet. All right. Pam, our next instructor that helps us here at the Survivorship Center is Liz Clark. And uh, I'm super excited to have Liz. Uh, Liz, tell us uh, really kind of you do a couple of things for us here. So you're going to talk about both and uh, just some of the benefits that cancer survivors might get from coming and seeing you. 
Okay, so I am a licensed professional counselor, and I help facilitate the Cancer Support Group, which is an emotional and spiritual care group for mm-hmm. cancer survivors at any stage of treatment and their family members. Um, I also facilitate individual or family counseling as requested, and then occasionally I'll teach classes over different topics that might be relevant to people in their journey. And she's a regular podcast guest. That's right. <laughs> and I do maybe, the podcast. That's right. <laughs> so you may be reckon, I know that voice. I know that voice. Yeah. Um, so some of the benefits from coming to see me, well, it would probably depend on what people came to. I think for sure, the support group, the benefit of that is is connection to people who've had a similar experience. Cancer can be very isolating. And so finding people who have been on a similar path where you can grieve or ask questions or celebrate, um, I, I think can certainly be beneficial. Plus, I'm, my hope is that people also will maybe learn a new skill or learn some new information that might be helpful or validating to them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I do specialize in treating post-traumatic stress and cancer is a traumatic event for many people and their life. And so seeing me for individual counseling, we're actually going to be addressing the impact of that stress um, and that trauma on the nervous system and how we can help get back to a healthy baseline so you can have a good quality of life. And I would say if you're listening to this and you're like, whoa, that's deep. I think that might be me. They might need to go back. Go back and listen to the podcast. Uh, I tell you, not because you're here, but um, that was one of the ones I just remember so distinctly. After we were done, Pam, we both looked at each other and were like, that was deep. Whoa. <laughs> it's so much. Yeah. And so um, I would just say as a side note, if if you are struggling with post-traumatic stress disorder and you, you're going through that, or you're struggling, you're you know, not sure if you are, listen to the podcast and give us a call and we can get you set up and get you in with Liz. Yeah. So Liz, how did you get involved working here? Well, so my sister-in-law, Haley Bell, is a cancer survivor, and she was involved with this organization and kind of pulled me in because of my experience with trauma and my specialization in treating trauma. And so she had sort of this personal experience and this uh, understanding that cancer is traumatic. There's life before and after cancer. Um, And so she pulled me in uh, where I met Ryan, and then the rest is history. It's history. (laughs) And it's funny, there's a lot of that, right? It's like somebody told me and they met us and like, I'm here. And I remember we were talking about that one day at the office and it was like, we're going to start a a support group and I'm looking for a counselor. Do you happen to know anybody? And she goes, yeah, I do. (laughs) I was like, oh, this is fantastic. This is fantastic. So Liz, you've been working with us for a while. uh, And I know that we all have a lot of very impactful moments working here. But could you share maybe something that's made an impact on you that you've seen or been a part of since you've been here? Yeah, so I would say mine is a series of moments, really, um, like a, a cumulative observation of the people who come to the support group. So we've been doing that group for close to five years now, I think. I think Um, you're about right. And there are people who have been involved from the beginning and it has been really cool to see those relationships develop. And so they're, they're not just people who have experienced cancer and have similar stories. These are people who are now family and part of each other's lives, like deeply know each other. And so getting to see the camaraderie that develops, um, and the and the relationships, getting to hear the different stories, it's really hard to pinpoint one. Oh yes, um, you know, just because everybody is so amazing and so supportive of each other in the way that they are are able to just encourage and grieve and hold each other up 
in those moments as we go through. Yeah. So Liz, um, when should a survivor come to the support group? When should they start? Um, anytime. <laughs> Yesterday. Yesterday. <laughs> if you're not, you should be. Yeah. You know, it's, it's hard, I think, to walk in for the first time. It's certainly a vulnerable experience, not really knowing what to expect. Um, there's no criteria. There's no prerequisites. Just show up as you are, any stage of treatment. Um, a lot of the people who come to the support group will bring a support person. So we have spouses and family members that attend as well. And, and really, there's any time is the right time to show up. You just have to show up. And you can show up every time that we have group, or you can show up once every six months. Mm -hmm. There really is no contingencies. It's just we would love to have you there regardless. And it's not your typical support group. It's not, you know, uh, you don't have to speak. You don't have to. I mean, you can if you want. It's not like, let's go around the room and let's all tell our deepest and darkest, you know. Right. It is It is nothing like so that. So I want to make sure our <laughs> listeners know that. Like, I'm there. I'm not going to no support group. <laughs> it's not. It's just there's a lot. And when Pam and I talk, there's a lot of laughter. There's a lot of carrying on. It's a lot of fun. Um, and it's a wonderful yeah. group. Absolutely. So, so I use the word grief. And so sometimes we do grieve. But for the most part, it's people who are living life together. Um, who understand each other's stories. And so the support group is sometimes open-ended, meaning um, we just show up. And if somebody has got something that they want to share, we just dive in and we allow space for that. And sometimes it's more educational, meaning uh, Bob or I, Bob, Bob, who I co-facilitate with, or I will have something prepared to share with the group. And if nobody feels like talking, that's okay because it's not their responsibility to make sure that there's something to talk about. Yeah. Um, that you can go ahead and lift that expectation off of you. Yes. Thank All you, good Liz. info. All great. Yes. Thank you, Liz. We appreciate what you do for our survivors and uh, uh, what you do here. It's wonderful. So we appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh-huh. Pam, our next instructor here at the center wears a lot of hats. That's right. And Seems like a lot of ours uh, do. They do. We have multi-talented instructors yes. for sure. For sure. So Tiffany Lara is here and Tiffany, uh, tell us and our listeners a little bit about what you do here at the center. Okay. Well, the first thing I started doing here when I joined the You've been around crew, <laughs> yeah, since the yeah, pretty much since beginning the beginning, the beginning <laughs> of of the time of the Cancer Survivorship Center, um, is an art group. It's yes. a therapeutic art group, so not your traditional art group. But then I'm also um, a licensed professional counselor. So um, over the years, we've found a need for individual counseling, and that is something that I've been able to provide for Absolutely. our survivors as well. Yeah. Well, and so therapeutic art. Okay. Explain that. Okay. So I help to develop creative interventions. And I say creative because um, sometimes with the word art, people like tense up like, I'm not an artist. I got to draw I something. I gotta, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so to develop creative um, activities that help people to process um, different thoughts and thinking patterns and maybe feelings that they have that maybe they weren't even aware of. Yeah. So not your typical art class you think of. No, no. Awesome. Right. I do teach techniques, you know, and when that are relevant to what we are making. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's not so much about the finished product and so, what we do. So what are some benefits from coming to your art class? Well, we, um, utilize a variety of art materials, um, that helps clients to process that particular area of their lives. Um, the, another benefit is because it's a group, 
they develop camaraderie among the members um, and it helps them to normalize their own experiences. And I mean, how valuable it has been to see um, many of the participants connect with um, maybe somebody who's new in the journey and um, be able to help each other along through that. And just for them to know I'm not the only one. Um, But it also provides them an avenue for expression that is nonverbal. And because it's nonverbal, they may not otherwise experience Mm. that expression. Right, right. And then Mm -hmm. on counseling, real fast. Sure. Stay tuned, right? Yes, yes. Upcoming podcast on that one. All about counseling. So if you have questions about counseling, that's coming. Hold tight. Hold tight. That's coming. (laughs) You know, I always love to see y'all's finished piece because it's something different every month. So I really encourage people to come out and um, join your art clubs. How did you get involved in uh, the center? Well, I actually knew Ryan from when I was working on my internship at the Harrington Cancer Center. Um, And he knew a bit about my experience professionally and asked me to come lead meditation and art groups to start with. And then, you know, from there we found the need for counseling. Yeah. 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 And it's, that as they say, right, it, the rest is history. The rest is history, yes. <laughs> and still history and still in the making. still in the making. <laughs> and it is, it is, it is. And I know that you've had a lot of impactful moments. Because you and I have talked about not individually things, but just how things are going. We always kind of check in with groups and classes. But can you share with our listeners maybe just one impactful moment? Okay. Well, in both counseling and then obviously in the art group as well, I often um, give people encourage creativity, you know, and so sometimes the activities we do are then things that people take um, and do on their own or with their families. And so one that I can remember was around Thanksgiving, because sometimes um, I pick um, topics that maybe based on what's going on around us. So Thanksgiving was coming up and um, we created um, these little decorative jars and put um, slips of paper that identified things that we were grateful for, you know, just kind of a gratitude exercise in it. And, um, and so then so a couple of my clients told me they took, I'm going to take this home and we're going to do this on Thanksgiving with our family. So that, yeah. then they processed all of those, those gratitude things together. Cool. So I thought really. that was pretty cool yeah. being able to apply it to their own lives. That's right. That's right. So why should cancer survivors come to your class? Um, well, because I would say even if you're not an artist, you're going to benefit from participating and everybody walks away with a successful project. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I've never seen a mess walk out the door There's unless no. that's the intention of the art <laughs> <laughs> is to make a mess. And we have done that. We've so, broken plates. One of our listeners is probably going, I haven't seen mine. My project. It, <laughs> no, no they, they, the glitter I left with. They yeah. always <laughs> turn out so cool. Yeah. Even the broken plates. I mean, <laughs> and, and it's through the process that you benefit. And the process, I always say, it's not about the finished product. It's about the emotional process that evolves through the creation of that. So it doesn't matter if you're a Van Gogh or you're not a Van Gogh. No. And I, um, one of our clients has teased me that, um, I like to paint with anything but paintbrushes because we've painted with flowers. We've painted with leaves. We've painted with bubbles. We've painted with straws. We've painted (laughs) toothbrushes. We've done a lot of different ways of painting. So it's just fun. All right, our next instructor that we're going to be visiting with today, Pam, for the podcast is uh, one that has been with us a long time and all of our survivors absolutely love uh, seeing is Melanie Eggleston. And Melanie is our uh, oncology massage therapist. Those of you listening, you may recognize that name. You may recognize her voice. Um, 
we've dedicated an entire podcast to Melanie and what massage therapy looks like compared to oncology massage therapy, but we wanted to include Melanie in our instructor portion of the podcast today. So Melanie, welcome again to our podcast. Hi, it's really nice to be here again. Awesome. So tell us, tell our listeners, uh, you know, in, in a nutshell, what you do and uh, a few benefits that survivors can expect when they come see you. Okay. I am an oncology trained massage therapist, which means I'm a licensed massage therapist with extra training and certification in oncology and also infusion massage. I see clients in the office and I'm there right now a few times a month. My schedule can get really full, but please, if you want to get in, I want you to text me or call me and try to get scheduled. If we can't get you in right away, we'll get you in the next week. And um, I have a really beautiful room that I get to help my clients in. Um, a few benefits, I, I pick, I'll pick three. Because yeah, there are a bunch. There's so oh, many. It's numerous. I mean, of course, I'm a huge fan of massage. So, um, so to me, everybody needs a massage. But um, three really big benefits that stand out to me is, um, first of all, just the fact that getting a massage can boost the sense of well-being. So just getting a massage can just make you feel good. And often when people are going through cancer treatment and beyond, um, they just don't feel well, regardless whether it's physical or emotional, they just don't feel well. So um, just coming and getting, you know, even a little massage touch is so beneficial. So um, that's a huge one for me. Um, another one is it can reduce the feeling and the sensation of pain and nausea. And I think most, most patients who are being treated for cancer do experience some pain and some nausea at one time or another. And um, another issue is it can really help reduce insomnia. So if people are struggling with sleeping and feeling restful, um, it can really help with that, that when you get a massage, it can put you in this space of relaxation that um, can really boost energy levels later too, and really help you rest later. Those are some awesome benefits um, of massages, and we hope that our listeners will come and enjoy a massage with you. How did you get involved with the center? It's kind of a funny story. Um, I had I'd been inspired to become an oncology massage therapist by a friend's cancer diagnosis. And after I was trained, I was really having trouble finding oncology massage clients. I had plenty of other clients who did not have a cancer history, but I really wanted this to be my focus. And um, a friend of mine who did marketing suggested that I put out a press release in the newspaper. And so it felt really strange to do that. You know, you write a little blurb about yourself. And I did that. And then it was in the newspaper and I still didn't really hear anything. And then one day out of the blue, Ryan called me and said, someone sent me your number and said, I think you need to know this lady. And, um, and that, was, that was kind of it. The center wasn't even open yet. I think I'm probably one of the first employees yes. of Survivorship Center. Yes, absolutely. I remember yeah. that day. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, in fact, when I visited with you over the phone, I, I remember you saying, 
shouldn't we like meet in person before I say I'll come to work? I mean, you sound legit. I just want to visit with you. Yeah. 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 It was funny. Cause we, yeah. While we were talking, I thought, you know, my, am I taking a job? Like I haven't even met this guy yet. I, I want to know more. So, but yeah, I just felt really right though. I mean, in, intuitively, I knew that this it was did. probably going to be a really good fit and exactly the type of work that I wanted to be doing. It did. It was perfect timing. Um, you know, it, it also helps that you are kind of a unicorn. You're one of one. Um, there's really no one else in this region that is an oncology certified massage therapist, which is so unique. Um, and so, yeah, it, it kind of worked out in a great way. And I think our, our listeners that have seen you are going, yes, it has. Thankfully that has you here, here, because no one misses those appointments. Um, they're, they're highly coveted for sure. And, and talk about, um, maybe one of the impactful moments you've had in working here at the center over the last, you know, five, six years. Okay. Um, there, and there are so many. I really, I had to think hard to, to choose one, but, um, but one time when I was working in one of the chemo rooms and I was working on a woman who I'd seen quite a few times, our paths kept crossing. And, um, as we were, as I was working on her, she kept kind of looking behind me and, you know, straight kind of stretching herself up to see what was going on behind me. And then she mouthed, there's a lady back over there that I really think you should see. I, I really want you to, to see her. So when you're done with me, please go, please go over there. And so, you know, I finished up with this lady and, you know, once I, I was done, I went over there and sure enough, this lady was, I mean, really recovering from like a full blown panic attack. She was really struggling with anxiety. It was her first time in the chemo room. She had a lot of family there, probably four people all trying to help keep her calm. Nothing was really helping. And so um, I went over there and, and introduced myself and offered a free massage to her. And she seemed a little bit unsure at first, but she did say yes. And I said, Hey, if you don't like it, I can stop at any point. You're not going to hurt my feelings. I just think maybe this would help you. And, um, her family eventually, as I was working on her, eventually kind of backed away. And one of them went out to get lunch and one of them went out in the waiting area. And by the time I was done, she was asleep. So um, I think it was really very eye-opening to see, yes, this does really help. This does really work. And, and here we go, prime, perfect example right in front of us. Now, you said you were in the infusion room. Um, tell our listeners um, about that. Well, after I started working at the center, um, I was sent back to California to take more training, and I was trained in infusion center massage. It was kind of a longer training process. I was actually brought into several different hospitals in, um, in the Orange County, California area. And I got to practice on patients who were getting chemo at the time. And it was interesting to see how every hospital was very different. And um, it was pretty intense training, very hands-on. And so when I came back here, I was able to start going into the hospitals. And I'm in a hospital at, at probably about once a week, alternating which hospital I go to typically. So um it's one of my favorite things to do. It's really wonderful. You know, Pam, I can, I can remember when we first started doing the infusion massage and 
I went with Melanie to kind of introduce and kind of go through the, 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 the hoops and make sure everything was, was good. And I just remember getting those looks from like the nurses, like, you're going to do what, you know, I'm like, "Ah, I mean, maybe you can see how it goes. And that's so funny now, right, Melanie, because you fast forward the several years that you've been doing that. And they're like, when are you coming back? Are you, can you be here tomorrow? I mean, they, they want you there. Right. And when we took that break because of the pandemic, when I walked back into the chemo room, the nurses didn't know that I was going to be there. I had arranged it already and I showed up and they all started cheering and yelling and calling my name. They were so excited. And I mean, it was so, so wonderful to be able to be back in that space and to be able to help in that way. Because I mean, the chemo room is not a very relaxing place to be. It's you know, lots of beeping and talking and people rushing around. And so if I can kind of be there and put this little quiet vacation bubble around my clients while they're there, it's, it's really special. Yeah. So um, why should cancer survivors come and see you? Oh, gosh. Um, There are so many reasons to come see me. I think um, kind of going back to what I just said, it can give them a little break from all the other things that are going on in their life. It gives them a little moment to just not think about um, being a cancer survivor, just to think about taking care of themselves and having a moment just to relax and just to be. And so I think um, we all need that, but especially people who are going through cancer treatment or who are, you know, complete with their treatment, but still are cancer survivors. It's really a nice thing for them to do and just hugely beneficial. Yeah. Melanie, thank you. I know, Ron, every time, every time we talk to Melanie, I always feel like I have this calmness. Yeah. Her so if nothing else, just come and talk to her. She's a great person to um, yeah. just uh, a good listener. Yeah, that's exactly right. And you got to make those appointments early. As soon as the calendar comes out, um, Melanie's number is on there and text her, call her, uh, get on her calendar and on her schedule quick because they do fill up. Uh, everybody wants those appointments. So Melanie, thank you so much for what you do. Uh, Thank you for working with us here at the center with our survivors and um, helping everybody feel better. Thank you for having me. Great. So our next guest uh, instructor joining us today on the podcast is Amanda Ramsey. And uh, Amanda, let's, let's talk about your, your, yourself. Let's talk about your classes and uh, some benefits that folks can expect to get from those. Okay. Well, um, I teach Tai Chi and Qigong and, um, these are gentle exercises that uh, help um, to sync the breath and the movement in the body. Um, both of them are focused on um, cultivating chi, which is uh, a word that means um, life force energy or vitality, um, that which animates us. Some people call it the breath of God. It's that which makes us alive. So what we're doing is we're cultivating that energy and growing that energy in the body and learning how to direct it. Great. Um, So now for our listeners real quick, the difference between Qigong and Tai Chi. um, Qigong is mostly repeated movements with um, breathing and moving together. 
And it's more focused on cultivating the energy, cultivating the chi. And it's almost always taught in conjunction with Tai Chi. Um, there are standing forms, sitting forms, and lying down forms in Qigong. And the ones that we focus on mostly are the sitting forms. So people with all different kinds of abilities can can benefit. Great. Tai Chi is more about taking those um, that energy and directing it. And um, traditionally, it is considered a martial art, and it's something that can be used in self-defense. It can also be used for healing. So it's about taking that vital energy, that life force energy, and directing it. Great, great. Um, and there are different forms that we practice in, in the Tai Chi as well. So what are some of the benefits of these classes? So these are all um, practices that benefit the mind, body, and spirit. So they integrate those three aspects of ourselves. Um, we, it's, a, it's a holistic pro- approach to health. Um, physically, it helps to um, get more and more oxygen in the body, which is very important for health. It helps with circulation and um, building strength and flexibility. Emotionally, it helps with anxiety and depression. It helps manage those issues, which usually people with going through something like a cancer diagnosis experience at least yeah. one of those at some point. For sure. And then mentally, over time, it becomes like a meditation in motion, and it really helps to bring peace of mind. And also one of the main things is learning to relax. So we're actually getting a full workout while actually relaxing the body, which doesn't <laughs> seem to make sense, but it actually it's works. It's really cool. It's you really know, whenever cool. I, ta- I tried Tai Chi, um, I was real relaxed. I needed a nap after Tai Chi, but I didn't feel like I did a full workout. So I understand yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, it, it does get the circulation going in a different way than aerobics. It, it actually passively pulls, pulls things through the body rather than pushing and forcing. So it's just a different, different way of approaching it. Good deal. So how did you get involved with 24 Hours in the Canyon? Well, um, I actually got involved originally as a survivor. I was um, going through treatment and learned about this through a friend and started attending some of the classes and workshops that were offered. And I just found a huge benefit um, as a survivor. And I also found challenges went going through the classes and learning. I've been practicing Tai Chi for years, and I had a big challenge coming to the Tai Chi class and getting through the class while I was a survivor in treatment. So it gave me a whole new perspective on how I can use this practice and yeah. bring it to people who are more challenged with their abilities. And um, that's one of the reasons I wanted to bring in the, the sitting Qigong so that people can sit through the entire class and not feel like they yeah. have to have good balance originally. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, Pam, uh, Amanda, it brings a whole nother aspect to what goes on at the center, right? When you have cancer survivors working with cancer survivors, they understand, each they do, other. they do. And that that's so powerful. It yeah. is. It's a, it's not a club I'd want anyone to have to join, but once you're in it, it's like we all have a common denominator and there's an understanding 
That's that true. I think it really helps. Absolutely. Yeah. So talk about, speaking of impact, um, is there something that comes to mind, Amanda, that, uh, a moment that's been impactful for you while you've been working here? Well, there have been many moments, as I'm sure you're aware. Yes. <laughs> um, one of the more recent ones that really stuck with me is um, one of my uh, one of my students, uh, survivors, um, participants really had a difficult time uh, com- she she did um, contract contact uh, COVID and had been in a difficult position um, and she told me that she felt like the breath work that we did had really, really helped her get through that experience. She, she was able to go through it, even though she's a, a, an older person and has a lot of health challenges in addition to being a survivor. She was able to get through her COVID experience without having to be hospitalized. And she said that she just kept remembering the breathing. She kept remembering how to breathe deeply and get a lot of oxygen into her body. And she felt like that helped her get through that experience. So anytime a a survivor comes to me and says, you know, this, this practice has really changed things for me and there are short-term benefits and then long-term benefits. Yeah. Wow. That is impactful. Yeah. Yeah. Recently we just got a call from a survivor and they said that one of the benefits that they um, experienced was that they were able to get up every morning and not hurt so bad. So, um, you know, there are benefits that we don't even hear about or you don't hear about. So you're um, changing people's lives. That's right. (laughs) So um, why should cancer survivors come to your class? Well, in addition to everything (laughs) we've already said, um, I think primarily it's uh, developing self-awareness, that integration of mind, body, spirit, really getting all of our parts to work together toward reaching our goals. And I think that relaxation is a big piece. It, it seems counterintuitive, but when we learn to relax more and more in a stressful world, and we're all under a lot of stress these days. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we learn to relax more and more and more, and continue to move through that relaxation, um, it leads to being able to do a lot more with a lot less effort. So I just think, you know, learning how to do more with less effort is boy. If there's a benefit to be had, I think that's definitely right up at the top. Yes. One last question for you. Um, should cancer survivors worry about what they come um, dressed with? Because a lot of people ask, well, do I need to have workout clothes? Can I come out with just regular clothes? I think just anything that allows them to move comfortably. Um, you know, it's 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 a little bit similar to a yoga class. Um, just yeah. something that they can move their body comfortably in and feel good in. Um, loose, comfortable clothing. Perfect. And shoes that stay on your feet. <laughs> okay. Preferably, yes. <laughs> no, awesome. Well, uh, Amanda, thank you for what you do for our survivors. Um, I think it's, as I said, it's very unique as a survivor working with survivors, and I know they appreciate that. So thank you for what you do. 
Thank you. I, I really enjoy being here. It makes my life better and it gives me a chance to share what I love. All right. Thanks. Pam, our next guest is not an instructor, but boy, does she play an important role here. Um, we wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for her, right? That's exactly right. Uh, and many of our folks listening wouldn't be at, at, at the right place or in the right spot or being doing what they're doing if it wasn't for Mary Bell Rivera. <laughs> and so we're super excited uh, to have Mary Bell uh, jump in on the podcast. Um, tell our listeners, Mary Bell, because you do a lot. You do more than just be at the front desk and schedule things. Let's talk about what you do. Well, first of all, y'all are too sweet. That is very <laughs> kind of y'all. Um, and, and I couldn't do my job without y'all too. So oh, thank, you well, thank you for being so welcoming to me joining the group. So I am the office coordinator for the, uh, for 24 hours in the Canyon Cancer Survivorship Center and the patient assistance program manager for Harrington Cancer and Health Foundation. Which is a huge mouthful. And it's yeah, hard it to, is. it's hard to fit on a business <laughs> card too. I will just say that because I ordered the business card. It's hard to fit on a business card. It may sound long, but it also sounds important. Very important. Yeah. I, I, well, I would hope that it is. It is important. <laughs> yes. Cause I'm helping others. So, and so I'll explain a little bit of what that means yeah, or what that is. Let's do that. Okay. So with the cancer survivorship center, I, with the help of Pam and Ryan, uh, coordinate times and details of all the free programs we offer here at the Survivorship Center. Yeah. Um, I also work um, alongside Pam, our oncology nurse, to schedule patients to come in and receive their treatment summary and care plans that Pam puts together for our patients and um, that have finished their treatment. Yeah. Yes. Well, it's hugely important, absolutely. hugely important. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And so on the patient assistance uh, side of it, I can help cancer survivors undergoing treatment pay their monthly financial obligations, such as rent, mortgages, car payments, uh, utilities. Um, we help with gas and lodging. Um, also set up chemo cars. Mm -hmm. um, that's another free service that we offer here. Um all of this would help offset the monthly financial obligations so that they could pay for their medical bills right. while undergoing treatment. Yeah. You know, one of the so. other things I know that you left off there, or at least I think you left off because is, is hotel stays. Yes. You know, we do a bunch of hotel stays. Mary Bell is the coordinator for all of that. Um, if someone who's listening goes, well, I don't know anything about that. Now you do. And now you know who to contact. And there's a very simplistic, very easy form uh, it's about a page and a half, maybe mm -hmm. page and three it quarters uh, to fill out uh, in active treatment. And then uh, it, it's really simple. Mm -hmm. It's very simple and very meaningful and very helpful. Um, so if you have questions about that, you know, here at the end, we'll tell them how to get in touch with you. Of course, sure. it's real easy to know it's here at the center because Mary Bell is here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's so amazing. The services that you provide both to our survivors for the stuff going on at the center and then also those who are in middle of treatment and need financial assistance. So um, it really is key. Mary Bell, how did you get involved in working here? So have, I think, a unique story, maybe. I would, I would think it is. So my husband, Jeremy, and our two boys, Lucas and Ryan, um, got started probably about nine years ago um, and were advocates for the, for the organization. Um, we started out by donating to the organization, found out about what 24 Hours did. And so then we um, started our own team in raising money um, for the organization. So 
um, you know, one thing that we really liked and well, love about it, other than the cause itself, of course, is that we we knew that 100% of proceeds raised um, would go straight back to the organization to help cancer patients. Yeah. So you became one of those um, cult members of the 24 hours. Well, <laughs> now I have to say, I have to say, there's one thing that she left off, Pam. Uh-huh. Not only do they fundraise and did they participate, and Mary, I've I've actually seen Mary Bell ride a bike. Yes, I yes. have yes. multiple times. From the times. very front of the park to the very back of the park. Uh-huh. That's right. That's right. Yeah. However, Mary Bell also volunteered and took extreme ownership. And when I mean extreme, right? <laughs> you don't mess with <laughs> extreme it. Extreme ownership <laughs> over the rest stop there in Mesquite, where you guys typically camp. Yes, and um, for the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. It was just like, hey, their team has it, and don't worry about it. It's all taken care of. No volunteers need it back nope. there. No. Nope. We, we just need a few T-shirts, and we're good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, yes, I am a little bit, um, yeah, that is my rest stop. <laughs> we, I think we should rename it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, but, yes, uh, so Team Granger, which is now Team Exit 106, right. um, is what we I guess the, the we renamed the team. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, we have a lot of helpers for that weekend. Um, but, you know, so I, moving back to Pam's question, how I started working here was um, very, it was very ironic, I guess. So two weeks before the ride this year, um, Jeremy and I were just having a very casual conversation on the back porch. And um, he asked, if you had a dream job, that you could pick now, what would it be? And um, I told him, I said, it would be working for the Cancer Survivorship Center. And, um, you know, we helped raise money for the center, but I wanted to do more. I knew that this was my calling. Um, and I just, I didn't know how I was going to get here, but I knew and, and prayed for it that um, someday I would be here. And, and <laughs> little here did I you know. and little did I know it happened so quickly, and I am just beyond blessed for this opportunity to be here to help others. And it's just, it really is, it's a huge blessing. So I thank y'all for that. Well, you're welcome. It was a, yeah. a surprise to me that she was going to come work here. <laughs> yes. I think we already had her hired before you got to interview her. Right. <laughs> I'll never forget, it was on, just as a side note, I don't sleep much during the weekend of 24 hours. And on Saturday, I mean, on Sunday, um, about probably 11 o'clock, I think Pam broke the news to me and said, oh, by the way, we, we have, um, <laughs> we've got somebody that you need, you need to hire. And, uh, I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> we can talk about that <laughs> after I've slept a little bit. <laughs> so Mary Bell, you've been here a short time, uh, but in your yeah. short time, I know that there's been numerous impactful moments because we talk mm-hmm. about those. Yeah. Um, but share with our, our listeners, maybe one impactful moment that has really impacted you. Yeah, you're right. There's a lot of them. Um, you know, one thing that does come to mind that I didn't mention, um, part of the job duties, you know, you for the Survivorship Center would be the wig room. And so we have a lot of patients that come in for free wigs. And I get to know our patients at that time and just having conversations, you know, about their journey. And um, I would say, our patients that come in strictly for a wig, but then later find out that we can help them financially through this journey because, you know, it's tough enough getting that news. Um, it's rocked your world. It's changed your life. 
And now how am I going to pay for all of this? And so um, being able to, I guess, break that news, that exciting news to them that, hey, by the way, let us help you financially. This is what we do here. And um, you automatically just see that weight that's lifted off of their shoulder when you tell them, we can help you with lodging. We can help you with gas. We can help you pay this monthly bill so that you can make that payment toward your, towards your medical bill to be able to receive treatment. Yeah. So I would say that that would be my impactful moment. It's a very impactful moment. And I know that every time we see somebody come in for a wig, it's, um, touches us. So Maribel, when should, um, our cancer survivors come and talk to you? So anytime that they have a question about patient assistance or anything, or free, any of of our services here at the survivorship center, um, have classes, uh, questions about classes or what we do here, um, please call me. They could call me here at the center at uh, 806-331-2400, um, or they can email me at Rivera at hchfamarillo.org. Another yeah. mouthful. I know, That's right? right? <laughs> That's right. That one's a little easier to put on the business card. <laughs> but, you know, in, in all seriousness, um, it is, it is a vitally important to know how to get in touch with these resources. Right. Yeah. And so Mary Bell is kind of that navigator on the front end here. Let me help you get in with counseling. Let me help you get in with this. Let's schedule you time to come in for a wig. Let's do this. Have you tried to massage with Melanie? Um, she is a, a big advocate um, for getting you plugged in. And then, of course, if you have any sort of uh, financial uh, needs, She's a fantastic resource there and also can send you somewhere else for, you know, disability and things like that. So absolutely. She does a lot of things around of here. Does a lot. (laughs) We appreciate you. Yes. Thank you very much, Maribel. And I know our listeners are are those that have already spoken with you and worked with you are already going, yes, she's wonderful. And we do. We are so glad you're here. We appreciate you and what you do for our survivors. Thank you all so much. Pam, our next instructor who helps us here at the center and working with our cancer survivors is Susan Trollinger. Mm -hmm. And so, Susan, let's talk about because you don't just do one thing at the center. I mean, you do a lot of wear a lot of hats at the center. Let's talk about what you do at the center and some of the benefits our survivors can experience from coming to your many classes and things that you do. Okay. Thanks, Ryan and Pam, for having me. And I'm excited to tell everybody about our classes and what we do and how I do work with the cancer patients. I am a cancer exercise specialist. I'm also a balance specialist. I'm a personal trainer, and I have specialized with women over 50 for way more many years that I want to share with you on that. (laughs) I'm a group exercise specialist, and I also can do I'm certified in a lot of different things that that we don't even do here at the area in our facility. But the main thing we need to do is get people involved and get them moving. And the things that we keep doing here is to help them learn how to do things properly. We want them to know about endurance. We want to know about strength, flexibility, and balance. The main thing when I'm working with them on personal training is They come to me at all different stages. Some people want to come when they're just started going through and they see that radiation and chemo is not going to be too bad and they want to keep the strength that they have. Then I have other people that come in that want to be completely released from the doctor Mm -hmm. and then they kind of want to have an idea how to do things and that's that I meet them wherever they want to be. Yeah, that's a key point. Yes. If they come in wherever they are, 
it's not like you go, oh, no, 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 come come back in three weeks or come no, back in six weeks. No, no, or, no. You're too early or you're too late. Right. Because I've had people come in and they just want to do, and we may just be marching in a chair or squeezing a ball. And then I don't see them for two or three months till maybe treatment's over. And then we come back in, we reassess, and then we go into there maybe maybe they're already a member of a gym if it's mm-hmm. one of the facilities that I can go there and that's what they want to do yeah. I'll do that well and the, the neat thing too Pam is we want to remind our listeners that we give you in addition to coming to one of Susan's classes like a balance class that you're going to talk about but we give you three one-on-one individual sessions with Susan for free for, for free for free mm-hmm. and that can be whenever as you just said that can be whenever you want to do that and they don't have to be like this week next week and the week after no and I have come at six o'clock in the morning and I've come late of an evening. Yeah. It's whatever works for their schedule. We have people that like to get up early and they're ready to come. I don't understand those people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have some that would rather come at night. So yeah. it just depends on what works for that person. And, and let's face it, it depends on how you feel. True. And I've had lots of cancellations, you True. know, that we schedule. And it's one of those days that you just can't make that happen. And you've got to listen to your body. That's what it's all about. We have to move. We have to exercise, but we have to listen to our bodies. Yeah. So let's talk about your balance class. Yes. My balance class, it takes uh, a lot of the things is more about your posture. We have got to get that posture because as Ryan sets up, uh, as Ryan adjusts his posture, we've got to get those shoulders back. We've got to have those ears over that shoulder. We got to keep that tummy tucked in. It's just basic things that, you know, our moms used to tell us, get your shoulders back, especially as girls that we have just forgotten that we need to do that. It'd be very boring if we just come in on a balance class and stood on one leg the whole time, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know? So I do a lot of variety of different things, uh, We can't do as many games and different things as I was doing because of COVID and the different equipment that we were using that we can't use now. But we still try to make it fun. I do I do strengthening as well as balance because we have got to have that core. We've got to have those legs strong. We've got to be able to get up and down out of those chairs, hopefully without pushing off with our arms. But all of that comes with time. Yeah. So we've that's just a got great to learn. class to start with. Yes, and that is exactly where they want to start. Yeah. It's and, yeah. and you don't have to stand up the whole time. I mean, if you need to sit down, and that's how we start all of our stretches and things. We go through a complete workout of just the – a balance of in the chair. And if that's where you need to stay, that's where you stay. You know, and another unique class that Susan does for us is a walking group. Mm-hmm. and uh, usually utilizing a walking group to get prepared for some of the other things you do with us, like right. going on hikes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been to the lighthouse numerous times mm-hmm. um, and doing those kinds of things. Let's talk about walking group. Okay. My walking group is just a lot of them come at different stages. You mm-hmm. know, some of them come and they're going to go really, really slow. And some of them come and, and we, we, at the current time we walk around Medi park because mm-hmm. that is just about where we are. Uh, they, some of them go ahead and we've got, usually they team up and that way they go fast enough. And with us going in a circle, we can kind of keep an eye on each other to see if somebody gets too hot, especially now with us just finishing up the summer. Mm-hmm. But everybody brings her water and we, if we need to sit down, you sit down. And then if we have some of them that want to be a little fireworks, they just take off and they go a little faster and that's okay. You yeah. know, we just catch up with them. We always have our cell phones where we touch base if somebody gets too hot. If we need. So we keep an eye on each other, right. but we have fun. You know, the, the, the word that comes to mind here is adaptive. Yes. Everything is adaptive. Right. Awesome. Right. And, and as an oncology nurse, I love that you are getting people up and getting active because it's so important. That is so important. Yeah. With COVID, we've had so many more people that have just 
been inactive and they're falling and they're just not taking care of themselves. We need to get everybody moving, get them going again. So Susan, how did you get involved in working at the center? With the center, I have been riding a bike for a long time and I started riding 24 hours in the canyon and rode for several years. And then Ryan knew that I was a personal trainer and had worked with some ladies over 50 and had been doing that for quite a while. And then I was doing a spin class mm-hmm. and I got a team together. And so I come down. So my full of hope team has come in. We've, we've come in either first, second or third that's every right. year we've done it. And so mm-hmm. that's how I met them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and we're not young girls. I mean, we're all older, but, but they like to have fun. We have fun and we, we work hard. We train, we start in January getting strong so we can go up and down those silly little hills and we have a great time and we raise some money and that's the main thing. Yeah. Well, we're so blessed to have you here. I know our survivors feel the same way. Um, you know, and it's, it, every, how everybody came to the center is a very unique path. Um, we but could write a book. we sure could, mm-hmm. we'd have a, a lot of volumes. That's for <laughs> sure. So Susan, let's talk about, I know there's been many, but let's talk about if you can think of one impactful moment you've had while you've been here. I think the most one that I can think of would be my stage four lady that I'm still working with when she comes to town. Mm-hmm. I've worked with her for many, many years now. We thought that she was just going to give up and hang it up. And she come in and we had to change from her working so hard because she was bound and determined she was going to do the very same thing that she was doing before cancer. Right. When she realized that I can do this, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm okay. I'm going to be able to do that. And so she just gets stronger and stronger and stronger, and she's just doing great. So she will be back in, I'm sure, in another, she lives in another state now. Went to be closer to the grandbabies. (laughs) That's fantastic. So I love it, you know, and we keep in contact just because of that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's incredibly impactful. Yeah. Yes. Um, so why should cancer survivors come to your class? Especially with COVID, we have had so many people that have just become inactive. We have got to keep moving. We have documentation that if we don't, that just being idle is as bad on us as smoking. That is bad. Look at all the documentation that we have, how bad smoking can be for our bodies. And if we're just being idle, look what we're doing to our bodies. We have got to move. Even though we're aging, Age is just a number. We've got to move. We've got to keep those things going. So I think that's one reason. Regardless what class you come to, everybody's got to find their niche. That's true. That's true. You know, there's a lot of things that I come and try and I try to do. I'm not very good at it. I'm part (laughs) buffalo, so there's a lot of the things in the yoga that I don't do very well. But I need the stretching. I need the flexibility. I try to try to do those. So there's a lot of things that we need to try to get them involved, see what they want to do. Even if it's walking, just come walk, you know, just yeah. find, find that little niche that that's going to be social accountability <laughs> because right. I have the people calling me going, is so-and-so going to come tonight? You know, and I say, as far as I know, you know, because they want to walk a little faster. Is so-so going to come mm-hmm. tomorrow night yeah. because we're going to go slower. And then this last time it's been pretty hot. So every evening we come back in and we had watermelon. So we had fun, yeah. you know? Yeah. 
Sounds well, like everybody needs to come to our class. That's yeah, right. That's yeah. right. You know, the other thing that Susan does that I, I forgot to mention is she's kind of our chairperson, if you will, for the various 5Ks and the walks and the one mile walk and the fun things that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I appreciate you taking on that because oh. that is the, the, the point of contact for all of that. Sometimes getting and if you've registered for our colors or you've done um, any of the the jingle walks that we've done um you've met susan and been a part of that and and so susan i appreciate what you do for our survivors i know they do and uh yeah i we encourage you guys to get involved with one of susan's classes if that's something that uh you think might pique your interest that's right that's right thank you susan Susan. you're welcome y'all come see us pam our last and certainly not least instructor to talk about their classes today is whitney warminski and uh, we've had Whitney around helping us for quite some time, haven't we, Pam? Yes, we have. Whitney, thank you for joining us. Uh, talk to our, our listeners briefly about uh, your classes and kind of some of the benefits they might receive of coming to one or more of your classes. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure. Um, like you said, I'm Whitney Warminski. I'm a registered dietitian, and I teach the monthly nutrition class at the Survivorship Center. So we meet once a month, usually in the evening, and um, talk about different cancer nutrition-related topics, and we usually try to demo a recipe during our class, too. So that's always a fun um, activity for participants. Pam, sometimes, uh, you know, you never know what Whitney's going to whip up for class. And it's It's always a surprise. It's always a surprise and it's always usually good. So it is, it is usually very colorful, very colorful. That's right. So Whitney, how did you get involved in working here at the center? Um, Well, actually it was through my working with both Pam and Ryan, both of you guys at a local cancer center um, before even the inception of the survivorship center. So I was working with both of you and we formed those professional networking relationships. And I'm so glad y'all had me in mind when the thoughts of the survivorship center were coming in everyone's minds. Yeah. Uh, For our listeners, um, you may recognize Whitney's voice. Um, She's been on a few of our podcasts uh, talking about um, healthy eating and choices and, and things like that. But Whitney, if you would just, um, let our listeners know a a little bit like your background. So you work currently working with cancer patients. You've done this now for how many years? I have been an oncology dietitian for nine years. Um, I'm board certified in oncology nutrition. Um, During the work week, I work at a local cancer center and I really try to help patients maintain their nutrition status during their cancer treatment. So Um, a lot more malnutrition focused, um, just managing those side effects from treatment to make sure people are able to maintain their nutrition and get their maximum um, prescribed doses of treatment to to get the best outcomes from their care. So that's what I do during the week. So if you're listening, Whitney is very specialized. So we encourage you guys to try to uh, attend one of her classes or uh, uh, reach out and, and make contact because uh, there's a lot of information, and a lot of uh, good, solid information. And Whitney, would you mind sharing uh, an impactful moment you've had while you've been working with us here at the center? 
there's so many, it's hard to, to choose just one, but in one of my more recent classes, um, I had a participant come up and say, well, I implemented some of the things that you talked about last month and it's made like a night and day difference in how I feel, how my digestion's going. And it was just really, um, gratifying to hear that what I had talked about, she was able to put into practice of everyday life, because that's something I really try to work hard on is making sure that I give people advice that they can really practice from a day-to-day, um, you know, just everyday life situation, not something that's so far-fetched and out of reach that people aren't able to do those things. So I try to be really realistic and practical in all my classes and recommendations. I like the realistic goals. Um, and I know that going to that class, um, I have learned a whole lot. When should um, our survivors come to that class um, and, and take part in it? Oh, I would welcome any cancer survivor from the moment of diagnosis onward. Um, we tend to focus on more health and wellness issues. So I would say most of the participants are post-active treatment, but that certainly doesn't exclude any survivor. Um, we just tend to focus more on, you know, I've had treatment. Now, what can I do as far as my diet and lifestyle go to help pre, um, reduce risk of cancer recurrence? But we certainly welcome any survivor. It's never too late. That's right. Exactly. That's right. Also, just a quick plug for Whitney. Um, Whitney's done a couple of classes, uh, little snippets on, and uh, videos, I should say. Um, and they are on um, our YouTube channel that you can find by going to our website, the number 24survivorship.org. Um, there's one on uh, some infused water, how to, how to get more water into your daily intake. And then also a really easy, simple um uh, healthy tostada option. So uh, that's another option out there too. Some videos there that you can find on our website. Pam, I, I, uh, I tell you, we have some really, really smart, fantastic, talented instructors. We do. But before we close this out, can we talk about next year and some exciting things that will be happening with Whitney here at the center? Yeah, I, I think we should. I think I'll let you, I'll let you share that. We are excited that we are going to have, um, hopefully once a month, uh, ask the dietitian. So if you are listening and you want to know, but you don't want to meet with Whitney or you um, don't have time, we encourage you or to live get out of online. town or live out of town. Live out of town. That's right. And um, get online whenever we have that on Facebook. It's going to be very simple. You can ask what questions and she will answer a certain amount during the time that she's on. So we're excited about that coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Whitney, for, for being willing to do that and uh, this next year and for what you do uh, both at your regular job and how you help our survivors here at the center. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me. Pam, I, we, we, we need to leave our listeners with homework. Yes. What should it be? Well, I think there's no question. Uh, after they've listened to this podcast, I would hope uh, they have maybe learned a little bit from one of an, an instructor or two or four uh, about a different class. And I think their homework should be try something new in 2022. You see what I did there? Oh, that's good. Try something. I mean, I worked on that all day. Try something new in 2022 and pick a class, whether it's um, a nutrition class, whether it's a Tai Chi 
uh, Qigong, whatever it might be, water, walking. We've got a, a plethora of you just have learned from this podcast. There's a lot of, of classes. And the beautiful thing is it's going to cost you absolutely nothing to attend one of those classes. Right, Pam? That's right. Yes. And if you want to get involved and make sure you contact us here at the center, 806-331-2400. And make sure you like, subscribe, do all the things and share this podcast and, and get your cancer survivor buddies involved here at the center. That's right. That's right. And speaking of next year, we have a lot of night, uh, a lot of neat new things happening next year. Uh, you'll want to follow along on our social media and also be looking and making sure that you're getting uh, the monthly calendar because that'll be coming out for January very soon. So make sure if you're not getting the calendar, give us a call. As Pam just said, 806-331-2400. Give Mary Bell or Pam your email address and we'll make sure we get you on the list. And then make sure you join us next week for another great episode of Beyond the Ribbon. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Beyond the Ribbon. Make sure to subscribe to our weekly podcast and follow us on social media for news and updates. If you'd like more information about the 24 Hours in the Canyon Cancer Survivorship Center, please visit our website, 24survivorship.org. Thanks again, and we'll be back next week.